Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Scrubby here, back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day, I know I am. And today I've got a story time for y'all I think you're going to really enjoy. It was sent in to me by somebody, and it's about this insane woman that lived in their neighborhood and would like frequently walk by the bus stop when everyone was waiting for the bus, and every time she would do that there was some crazy situation. Seriously, like a literal metric crap ton of stories about this lady, so I figured I would put them together, turn them into a little bit of a saga video, so that's what we've got coming today. Be sure to press the like button if you're excited and comment if you have ever eaten nachos before, okay? We're going generic. We're trying to get the comments up, baby. If you've had nachos, you're now legally obligated to comment or Judge Judy will have you arrested. Let's go. All right, so this all started when uh, one day they were standing at the bus and this lady who everyone in the neighborhood knew as Deborah, walked by. And as she was approaching, it looked like she had something on a leash and uh, Deborah was kind of known in the neighborhood as someone that everyone just needed to be aware of because she could be a little bit out there. And one thing everybody knew for sure is that she didn't have any pets. So they were really confused on who she had on the lease or what she had on the leash, mainly because with Deborah, you just never knew what to expect, right? Like, theoretically, there could have just been a big rat on the end of it. And she starts getting closer, and she would walk by the bus stop when she was on her morning walk, and usually just walk by, maybe say hello or something, but it was pretty uneventful. But as she approaches, the thing on the leash comes into view, and they realize that there is a fully grown woman walking towards them with a possum on a leash, walking it like a dog. And the possum does not look thrilled to be on the leash, probably because possums are not used to that. But what's even more confusing is Deborah's just like talking to it as she's walking it. Come on, Mr. Cuddles, let's go. So Mr. Cuddles, the possum, which Deborah definitely had not had before, is walking towards these kids. And obviously, a few of the kids start laughing, because that's just what you would do if you saw a crazy lady walking towards you with a possum. And uh, one of the parents at the bus stop decides to ask Deborah when she gets closer where the possum came from. And Deborah looks at them and goes, Oh, last night I heard it rummaging around my trash can and I went out there, and I figured if the guy was going to try to steal my table scraps... His punishment and his jail sentence is going to be being my pet. So I've got him on the leash now. We're walking. And the mom is kind of like, oh, okay, that seems normal. And this is how you know Deborah's a little bit out there. She hears a possum in the trash, and instead of just going out there scaring it away, she, like, wrestles it out of the trash can and decides to put a leash on it. I don't really know why you would want a possum as a pet. I don't think we have possums in Las Vegas. I've literally never seen one. But that being said, I just feel like there are certain things I would uh, not expect to see as a pet, and that's one of them. Don't they, like, play dead? Aren't they known for being gross? I, I don't know that for sure. I just feel like anything that would be rummaging around your garbage probably has a disease of some sort on it. Anyways, she just kind of says that and keeps walking like it's a perfectly normal sentence, and the mom's not really trying to ask a million follow-ups. I feel like when someone just says that they kidnapped a possum and made it a pet, it's better to ask less questions. Like, certain things, you know, when someone answers, you take that time to realize a follow-up question might not be something you want to hear. But whatever, she just keeps on walking with her possum. As for the possum itself, it did not look too thrilled, like I said. But it was walking along, probably because it had no choice. It's like, listen, I'm either going to uh, go on this walk with Deborah or get dragged behind her, and I'm not trying to be dragged behind anyone. 
What's wild, though, is after that, no one ever saw the possum again. I don't know if she got to the end of the walk and realized it was going to be a bad pet and decided to let it go. But after that day, no one ever saw her with the possum again. So wherever Mr. Cuddles ended up, uh, let me know if anyone knows the location. Comment where you think Mr. Cuddles is at. Is he at a farm upstate? Like, where do you think this dude is just vibing now? Somewhere out there, he's chilling with his possum friends. They're like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you, bro? Oh, one time this senile old lady caught me in her trap ripped me out of the trash, put a leash on me, and walked around with me for a couple hours. That was weird. But from that point on, uh, Deborah, who was already known for being a little bit out there, became one thing that all the kids at the bus stop would look forward to. Because every day there was just something crazy that Deborah would do. Most days weren't uh, rememberably insane. She would just walk by and yell something crazy. She always had her theories about how, you know, clouds were planted by the government because rain is actually bad for the human brain rain, so you have to be careful that you don't get too much rainwater on you. Just crazy stuff like that, but every now and then, she would come up with one of these things that would just be so absurd it would stand out. And one of the times was, uh, you know, she shows up at the bus stop with this clipboard, and it's a petition, and she starts saying that she's trying to get a petition signed for the government to ban all beans. Straight up all beans, you know, garbanzo, pinto, doesn't matter, all beans should be banned. And because she was the type of lady who was usually walking by the bus stop screaming conspiracy theories and whatnot, a few of the kids decided to ask, like, oh, well, why do you want Beans banned? Thinking they would get a very funny answer as to why she was like, beans need to be outlawed. I feel like that's such a weird food to have beef with, like a bean. What did a bean ever do to you, man? Jack and the Beanstalk, maybe? She's just got that in repeat. I can't even say the word without feeling a little bit silly. I couldn't imagine being mad at it. Like, I feel like in order to be mad at something, you've got to be able to say, oh, I hate that in my head and it not sound stupid. But, like, imagine somebody looking at you serious and being like, oh, I can't stand beans. You're like, what? Bro, beans? Really? I don't know, man, but whatever. Obviously, they asked her, curious as to why they should be banned, expecting some insane conspiracy theory about how beans are secretly made out of human meat or whatever. But she just looks at him and is like, well, I'm going to make this change. That's why I have the petition. But the reason is because I don't like beans. Yeah, that's right. All these other conspiracy theories about how rain is bad for humans and the government is planting the clouds and blah, 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 blah. Those, no petition, no taking action. It is what it is. The government's going to poison you with clouds. You know what I'm saying? But the government has to just drop the ban hammer on anything that she just doesn't like. Not a fan of beans? Whatever. Ban them all. Who cares? Forget it for everybody else, man. I feel like it's uh, a pretty normal thing to not like a food and not want it banned. I don't like Brussels sprouts. It doesn't mean that I want the FBI kicking down the door of everyone making them in their kitchen and being like, you've committed a felony. You're going to jail forever. No, if those weirdos want to like Brussels sprouts, then that's totally their prerogative, man. It's the beauty of America. Eat what you want to eat. USA, we are freaks. Either way, she tried to get everybody to sign this petition to ban just, like, all beans, and obviously not a lot of people were on board with that. And uh, what was really funny is one of the kids at the bus stop was like, well, which bean do you hate the most? And apparently, for whatever reason, I, I don't know what pinto beans did to this woman, but she just starts going on, like, a two-minute long rant about why the pinto bean is the worst of all beans and how pinto beans specifically are what she was talking targeting with her petition. If she could get all beans banned, that would be great, but if she had to pick one to wipe off the face of the earth, apparently it was the pinto bean. 
And listen, I feel like I'm not a bean connoisseur. I wouldn't say that I graduated from college with a degree in beanology. That being said, I feel like pinto beans are kind of smacking. Like, if I had to pick a bean that I prefer, it's probably those. Is that what refried beans are made out of? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Whatever bean they got going into that refried bean dip, mmm, yummy, yummy. I want that one allowed. I don't want that one banned. Either way, not a lot of people signed the petition saying that they were too young, and she said just make up a name, which I also don't think is how petitions work. Even if it did, like hypothetically, obviously no one's gonna care about this petition. It's just gonna get laughed out of the city council meeting, but whatever. Hypothetically, she takes the petition. Some guy is like, I too have always hated to eat beans of many varieties for dinner. I want them banned. He starts looking at the petition and all the names are just clearly made up. Like, oh, okay, your mom. Your mom signed this? Just your mom, the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Dover. Ben Dover. Ben Dover signed this. Oh, okay, nice. Anyways, that was a pretty out there situation, but uh, thankfully after her petition failed, she decided to take a little bit of a break from visiting the bus stop. I don't know if somebody told her, like, listen, you can't be coming down here trying to get people to sign petitions or whatnot, but she didn't show up for a bit. And right when everybody that would uh, stay at the bus stop thought that things might be going back to normal, that Deborah was going to leave them alone, she popped back up with another conspiracy. This time, no petition. She wasn't trying to get signatures. But apparently her hatred towards all beans had shifted to another type of food. This time she was convinced that vegetables were a conspiracy to slowly poison the population. And listen, I've always seen the memes of like, oh, kids will do anything to avoid their vegetables. I've never gotten that personally. Like vegetables aren't my favorite food, but there's just not many things that I'm like really that hateful against. I know there's the meme, oh, don't eat your greens. Oh, don't eat, don't. If you don't eat your greens, you'll die. I don't know what the saying is. There's a reason I was stuttering there. I had to come up with something, and apparently the punishment for not eating vegetables is death. But this lady starts going off about how, like, vegetables are actually not something we're supposed to eat. They're low-key poisonous. But the government brainwashes you from a young age that they're really good for you, so that way you keep eating them. And if we all just never ate vegetables, apparently it would somehow open your higher consciousness and you would be able to like see different dimensions and stuff and listen you're more than welcome to not like vegetables but the second you start trying to convince me that if i could just go back in time and never try a vegetable in my life i'd be able to see other dimensions you start to lose me because this is america somewhere out there is some american who's never eaten a vegetable and i'm telling you right now they're probably not seeing other dimensions they might be hallucinating thinking that they're seeing other dimensions but they're not actually could you imagine that someone walks up to you they're like i can tell the future things are going to happen. Oh, how'd you get the power to be able to see the future? Well, when my mother tried to feed me broccoli when I was a lad, I bit her finger off like a shark on Shark Week, and now she can't feed me vegetables anymore. Get styled on. LMAO. Style, style, style. Like, dude, I would just be a little bit more concerned, to be honest. And uh, either way, obviously, no one's really buying this because it's absolutely insane. But she starts bringing out this evidence. And the evidence that she had was like this printed page from Google. 
Uh, and the only issue was you can find anything on Google, but in her mind, she was like, it was on page da 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 of the search results, so obviously it's approved. That's not how Google works, man. This lady probably believes so much insane things. Oh, I can Google it and search results pop up, so it has to be true. Man, you can Google just about anything and something will pop up. I'm sure you could Google, like, the Queen of England is secretly a dinosaur and someone somewhere will have written a page about it. Doesn't mean you should believe it, but she starts reading off this post of some guy from some forum like 15 years ago talking about how vegetables are secretly poison and the government has been trying to brainwash everyone forever to eat them and blah 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 and uh, her point as to like why we should believe this dude and it's real isn't that he's some high-ranking scientist or some government official or something no her argument was that she checked the forum and after that post he never posted again so obviously Obviously, the government had came and kidnapped him and taken him to like one of the CIA sites where they waterboard you in order to make sure that like the word didn't get out that vegetables were not very good for you which listen man uh, I'm not saying the CIA has never disappeared someone I'm sure the FBI CIA make people disappear on a daily basis they're the hide-and-seek professionals except they're not seeking uh, that being said I don't think that they like saw this random forum post of some guy just ranting about how the government invented vegetables to poison people and we're like oh this guy's a danger if anything they would be like oh yeah just let him keep yelling because he makes so little sense that if people start believing that they'll stop paying attention to the other stuff I could get behind a theory like that like they're spreading stupid conspiracy theories on purpose just to make the real ones look even dumber but I don't necessarily think that they were disappearing dudes on the forums for exposing the dark side of the very illustrious vegetable trade. Is big business really cashing in on vegetables these days? Also I feel like history just shows that this isn't true. Wasn't there that Irish famine that they solved with potatoes? Isn't potato literally the only food you can eat by itself and survive on? Like I'm not even trying to be a team vegetable here all right like I'm not trying to say they're the greatest thing ever invented but I feel like it's just kind of a known fact that they're not bad for you I'm sure somewhere some parents have very much exaggerated how good they can be for you dude my mom told me that carrots would give me night vision apparently that's a bunch of crap thanks mom you know how many carrots I ate you know how much I can see in the dark none all right you know how many carrots I ate too many I'm just saying I don't really think that vegetables do uh, give you superpowers but I don't think they're bad for you either and if you have a choice like if there's uh, three pounds of french fries technically a potato but not the way we're talking about it or like a carrot the healthier snack is probably the carrot nine times out of ten I don't know what type of newfangled fries they got going on though maybe Elon's gonna work on that next he's designed an electric car he's gonna like do vitamin infused french fries please Elon let the masses eat what they want yet feel healthy goodness gracious but whatever apparently vegetables are horrible she uh yells about that for a bit ends up leaving everybody finds it hysterical and the next time they see deborah is something that no one had ever expected so like i said deborah was kind of known to be a little bit crazy she would take possums as pets that type of thing and one thing Deborah could not do was drive a car. She used to, she had in the past, but uh, it had gotten to the point where apparently she had had her driver license suspended a lot. She was constantly
constantly just like getting into accidents and whatnot so she chose not to drive anymore and uh, they weren't around for that but the people who had lived in the neighborhood even longer older kids like older people in the neighborhood would talk about the times when Deborah was driving the same way that like we'll probably explain the last three years to our kids one day like it was some dark times man things were weird I don't even know how to explain it everything sucked like you know how uh the, the last few years have been a little bit rocky that's what I think like it was like when Deborah could drive the entire neighborhood was just terrified so obviously when one day standing by the bus stop a motorcycle starts coming down the road nobody would think it was Deborah because Deborah couldn't drive but as it gets closer they're all really confused because it's an insanely nice motorcycle like a brand new like Harley Davidson looking thing and she is just cruising on it smiling from ear to ear dude and everybody at the bus stop is staring and one kid yells out, Deborah got a motorcycle. And everyone's like, oh. And she drives by, slows down the bus stop, looks at all the kids, throws up the like rock on sign, and then just down the road. And obviously all the parents that were standing there that remembered when Deborah drove before were like, oh no, this is not going to be a good thing. She was bad enough in a car, a motorcycle's going to be even worse. But uh, everybody was kind of getting excited for the escapades of Deborah on this motorcycle. Like, oh, she got a motorcycle. She's going to be zipping and zooming all over the place. This is going to be entertaining. The kids at the bus stop were excited to see how this would turn out because it's like this just adds to the craziness, which is why it was even more confusing when after that day, Hey, Deborah just went back to walking just totally like nothing had ever happened as if she had never been on a motorcycle driving past the bus stop and literally everyone was confused even the adults at one point one of the kids parents like walked up to everyone at the bus stop and was like does she still have her motorcycle and they were like no we saw it one day and ever since we just haven't seen it again and so a week goes by of her walking and screaming crazy stuff another week goes by still no motorcycle no one knows whose this is maybe she had just gone to the dealership taking it for a test drive without permission or something who knows it's Deborah but everybody is like where's this motorcycle and so the subscriber who sent this to me decides to ask Deborah where is your motorcycle and he doesn't know if she's gonna answer sometimes when you asked her questions she would answer sometimes she would just go into some rant about how vegetables are poisonous like you know the vibe probably not you probably don't know the vibe now that I said that out loud hopefully you don't everyone's like oh yeah I, I love when my my neighbor starts telling me not to eat vegetables she's secretly an agent for the heart disease foundation she wants your health going down either way he asks her like where did your motorcycle go because he's just a little bit curious and she looks at him like he has literally grown another head ladies and gentlemen just looks at him like that was the dumbest thing she's ever heard as if somebody just said how does Australia hang on to the earth when it's upside down just some like next level stupid stuff you can't even believe leave and she says what motorcycle which is some next level gaslighting being attempted out here everybody saw her go by on the motorcycle everyone a bunch of people witnessed it this guy's like where'd your motorcycle go and she's just gonna commit to pretending it never existed I don't know if that's the most well thought out strategy but it definitely is a funny one like imagine 
uh, you just go up to your friends wearing a shirt that says, like, I eat poop, right? I, I don't know why I picked that phrase. Just roll with it. And then, like, they take a bunch of pictures with you, and then you never wear it again. And when everyone's like, you have a shirt that says, I eat poop, you just deny it. When they show you a picture, no, that's Photoshop. Like, that's basically the level of trying to get away with something she is right now. But the kid who asked her, the subscriber, is, like, not falling for it. And he's like, no, you drove a motorcycle one day. Like, I'm telling you, you went by, you did the rock on sign. Like, don't you remember that? And she goes, nope, that. That was not me. I didn't do it. That never happened. And the kid's confused, and he's like, Deborah, yes, you did. You definitely had a motorcycle. And she goes, oh, it was probably my evil twin. Because, of course, Deborah has an evil twin. She starts saying that back in the 60s, she was a part of a government program where they were cloning people, and then they were trying to brainwash the clones to be evil. But hers had escaped, and no one had seen it before. But apparently, it had come by and just driven by on a motorcycle one time, and then never come back. Which, if you have an evil twin, and that's the most evil thing they've ever done you made it out pretty okay like I've seen enough sci-fi movies to know usually evil twins are very evil if yours is just driving motorcycles around and waving at people that's not that bad but was it was even funnier is the kid he hears this he goes to his mom and he asks if Deborah has a twin sister obviously not a clone but he's like where did she even get this idea from and uh, his mom's like, no, she's never mentioned a twin sister ever. And she never did again. So I don't know why she was so adamant that she was not driving the motorcycle. It was 100% her. And on top of it, I don't know why she went with evil twin. Like, she literally could have said anything. No, it was just somebody that looked like me would have been a viable excuse. Just going straight to like, ah, you know how it is. Your evil twin escapes from government facilities and starts driving around on motorcycles peacefully waving at people. Don't you hate when that happens and everyone looks at you and they're like, well, I've never had that happen, so I'm not really sure. Is that something that you go through on a daily basis? Like, is that actually on the list of problems that you regularly encounter? Deborah's like, yeah, all the time. Hate running into my evil twins. In fact, we were triplets. But anyways, there was like some crazy yelling, but nothing too eventful until the end of the year. But uh, during the summer, this guy would go like walk his dog around the neighborhood. And one day he's walking past Deborah's house and he's like, hey, Deborah, I have a question. And he asks her how she knows about all these conspiracy theories because he was genuinely curious. And she goes, all right, since you've always been cool, I'll tell you, but you can't tell anyone. And he's very excited for this answer, you know, expecting it to be like, I used to work for the government or whatever. But she says, I'm a secret agent for a government agency, which, you know, we've been over it on this channel. Chances are, if you're a secret agent for the government, you don't go around telling people that you're a secret agent for the government. They tend to frown upon that but obviously Deborah is just kind of the type of lady that just says a whole lot of stuff so the subscriber is kind of like oh wow that's that's something you're a secret agent I always knew it that makes so much sense but like what agency do you work for because I feel like being a secret agent for a federal agency has the potential to be super cool like oh yeah I'm a I'm a CIA agent who specializes in being super sneaky and dope or whatever like that's a cool job but if you're like I don't no, I'm a secret agent for like the Environmental Protective Agency and when there's an oil spill I get extra Dawn soap to clean it up. I'm not saying it's not useful I'm very glad that we have an agency to protect the environment. I'm very glad someone is cleaning the ducks after the oil spill. It's just not as exciting top secret information as like a CIA agent or whatever. You know no disrespect to anyone whose parents work for the EPA. I, I know you guys are a government agency. I'm just saying I don't know if like a, a CIA agent agent has the same job details as someone that's like 
working for the Department of the Interior, or I, I don't know, like, whatever. We have so many departments. And she says that the department that she works for is the Department of Food Intelligence. You know how she's always obsessed with vegetables and stuff? Like, I guess that would kind of make sense, but I'm pretty sure that one's not a real one. I just made a joke about us having a crap ton of government departments, but the Department of Food Intelligence is not one. We have, like, the department in charge of food safety and whatnot. I think that's the FDA. I don't know that for sure. But I don't feel like food intelligence is something happening. What would that even entail is that like spying on food do you just have a bunch of secret cameras and like all of the places where they're raising animals to eat later ah yes we caught them doing secret things in the smart chicken intelligence committee like they're just staring at the, all the pigs in the house or like the barn or whatever and they just start plotting against them i knew the food was intelligent like what, what would food intelligence even mean plus on top of that i don't think they would have secret agents like the department of food intelligence doesn't strike me as the department that's getting all of the secret funding the Pentagon loves. I feel like it would be a pretty lame department as far as they go. What is food intelligence, though? If it's not like the animals, maybe that's why she hates vegetables. Zucchinis are too smart, alright? I've seen them hack into the national mainframe too many times to trust them again. But whatever, he's kind of rolling with it, and he's like, well, what does the Department of Food Intelligence does? And she says, secret stuff. Which is, of course, the best possible answer anyone could ever come up with, with what they do. You've already revealed you're a secret agent, you might as well just drop the entire knowledge at that point. But he's like, oh, can you tell me? And she says, no, I can't tell you because it's super secret. And he kind of drops it after that, but he says, thank you for a good year, Deborah." you know? She's like, of course, and I'll keep an eye on your family when you're away at college, so that way there's, like, no issues you have to worry about. They'll have a secret agent taking care of them. And he doesn't really know what to say to that because Deborah's just not a secret agent, so he says something along the lines of, like, oh, well, that's nice. Like, just trying to be as nice as humanly possible. What's scarier, someone that is a secret agent or someone that's convinced that they're a secret agent for a government agency that doesn't exist? I feel like that actually might be scarier. The person who actually works for the government has rules to follow and whatnot, you know? The person who's just convinced that they're a secret agent for the Department of Food Intelligence is, is a scary thing. Oh yes, I'm spying on everything at the grocery store. Sometimes I go late at night and just watch them stock the shelves. They call me a stalker, whatever that means. Anyways, at that point, he's kind of like, well, thank you. Like, I appreciate it, but uh, I'll see you guys later. Like, I I'm not sure how to feel about you having my back. That's still a little bit weird. Uh, please don't watch me sleep or whatever, but thanks, Deborah. Anyways, at the end of that summer, the person who sent this to me ends up going off to college. And, uh, you know, they're having themselves a good time doing college things. But it gets to that point where it's the holidays and they have to come home. Usually, like, that Thanksgiving, the first time you come home. And he comes home and he had kind of forgotten about Deborah just because college had more important things going on and whatnot but he gets home parks his car starts unpacking it and as he's unpacking his car he just gets this really weird feeling that he's being watched he doesn't know what to put his finger on it but he just starts looking around and he sees at the end of Deborah's driveway Deborah kind of like trying to hide behind her car 
And I say trying to hide behind her car, because even though she apparently had secret agent training, she was just very obviously at the end of the driveway trying to hide behind the car. And he calls out to her and is like, hi, Deborah," And she's like, oh, it's you, you're back. And he's like, yeah, I'm back for the holidays. And she's like, that's awesome, Admiral. And he's confused because dude's not in the Navy, not an Admiral, doesn't really know where that's coming from. And so he says, what do you mean, Admiral? And she's like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. And he's really confused because he has no clue what she's talking about. It's not every day someone just is like, Admiral, Admiral, sir. And you're like, ah, yes, I know exactly what's happening here. I'm pretty sure if he had become an Admiral somehow, he would have remembered it. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure Admiral's like a a boat thing. I guess technically someone above you could be an Admiral, but like, I'm pretty sure that's a Navy thing. Don't quote me on that though. So he's like, I really don't know what you're talking about. And she says, you know, you're the Admiral of the Department of Food Intelligence. And he's even more confused now because that department definitely doesn't exist. He does not work for the department that doesn't exist. But on top of it, like the Department of Food Intelligence, I'm guessing that's like the CIA, but for things that are eaten. Why would they just call their like guy in charge of it the Admiral? Isn't it the director of the CIA? The director of an agency makes way more sense. But he goes, I don't work for them. And she like winks at him and says, oh yeah, sure you don't. Keep in mind secret agents. So I guess in her mind, him saying I don't work for them and being confused was just him like sticking to his deep cover story. And so he tells her again, like, no, I really don't work for them. And she's like, I know we have to keep our cover secret. And he's really confused because she's just being very insistent that he does indeed work for the Department of Food Intelligence and is apparently the Admiral. I think you would remember that. If you're in charge of, like, some national department with tons of funding, I'm pretty sure you would remember that, but apparently not. And so he's kind of just standing there and he's like, okay? And she's like, what are my orders, Admiral? And he just doesn't know what to say, and so he looks at her and he's like just keep doing what you're doing I guess and she's like very well sir and then walks back into her garage and uh, he finishes unpacking his car and goes inside and is like mom I'm really confused Deborah just saw me and his mom without even looking up goes and said that you're the admiral and he's like yeah how'd you know and she says every time that Deborah sees her or his dad walking to the mailbox she comes up to them and is like how's the admiral and they have no clue what she's talking about And I don't know if in her world with this secret organization of food intelligence, she just needed someone in charge of it. So she's like, oh, he's not at college. He's off running the department or something. But what a weird thing to just get handed by your crazy neighbor. Oh, yeah, you know, that that one thing. You're like, what thing? The department of food intelligence you're in charge of? You're like, I don't remember being in charge of a department, but okay. Either way, he ended up going back to college. Apparently, Deborah still asks his parents to this day, like, how's the admiral? He has no clue why he is the admiral of this administration. He has no clue what's going on, but apparently that's the case. Either way, Deborah is harmless, you know? I'm I'm not saying this to say that she sucks or anything. This is not the purpose of this story. It's like sometimes you just meet someone that's a character and you gotta tell stories about him. She's not a bad neighbor. She's just a little bit out there and apparently thinks she's in charge of a secret government agency that no one's ever heard of. Oh, she's not in charge, sorry. Her neighbor, who's like barely old enough to go to college, is in charge of the secret government agency. If that's the case, then we're screwed. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you enjoyed this much longer video, then uh, please be sure to press the like button. Let me know in the comment section down below what you thought. If you think Deborah's a G, then comment Deborah down below. You have to comment it just like that. All caps with three A's. All caps with three A's. If I see any other misspellings of Deborah, I'm gonna be very upset. 
anyways if you like videos like this you should definitely subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications because i post videos like this every single day you're not gonna want to miss out other than that if you like watching the story times well but 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 would prefer an audio only experience damn i just went full like porky pig that, that, that that's all folks uh, either way, you know what I'm saying. I do post the audio clips on Spotify, link down below. Feel free to check that out. And on top of that, I do have a playlist that can be found in the description that'll take you to all my favorite story times of the year. So if you're new, want something to listen to while you're doing chores, playing video games, whatever, feel free to check that out. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.